Welcome to the Fresh Take Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Hart. On today's edition, being joined by Jake Swanich of DNVR Sports. But first, let's take a second to talk about our sponsor, Craig's Power Equipment. Now it's the time to start thinking about snow. We could have a white Christmas this year. And Craig's Power Equipment is helping you prepare for it with great deals on Toro and Honda snowblowers, Boston Snow X plows and spreaders, RX stand on and walk behind plows, and we now carry Bombalite mini skid steers. Already have snow equipment. Now's the time to get it in to Craig's for service. Box stores and the internet aren't always cheaper. And at Craig's Power Equipment, all purchases are service on site and ready to go. Craig's Power Equipment, Wasatch at Vermaho. Colorado Springs. Welcome to the First Take Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Hart. Today, I'm being joined by Jake Swanich of DNBR Sports. Wednesday was National Signing Day. And as always, Coach Prime and the Buffs made a lot of headlines. How are you, Jake? I'm doing pretty well, all things considered, Justin. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. First, uh, just give us your, uh, your synopsis of uh, yesterday. Yeah, so um, an exciting day, um, and I guess depending on how you see it, um, the Buffs did end up signing six or five true freshmen to join that 2024 recruiting class. A lot of people kind of dunking on them because of that. We're waiting on Jordan Seaton, of course, who stole all the headlines. He has yet to officially sign his national letter of intent. Um, it's important to note that this early signing period goes through Friday. So while yesterday was the big day, that a lot of people made it official and signed on the dotted line for their next school. These guys do have until Friday, which is why we're kind of waiting out here for Jordan Seaton. He has said that he will be an early enrollee, so we are pretty much expecting a signature from him uh, to Colorado or somewhere else tomorrow uh, so that he can follow through with that and just join his next program right away. The Buffs also announced all their transfers who have signed um, again, transfer rules are it's, – it's the Wild West out here, right, uh-huh. when it comes to the transfer portal. So these guys can kind of do um, – I don't want to say whatever they want, but they have a much longer leash than some of these recruits. So while they have signed and CU tweeted it out, um, until they officially attend school, that's when they're locked in. So we still have a few weeks until the semester starts there. But um, it's an exciting day. The bus did get better on both sides of the ball. Of course, still waiting on Jordan Seaton, which is the big fish. Uh, and that would be an impact player right away for them, but a fun day nonetheless. What's behind the flip-flopping of uh, Jordan Seaton? Is this a deal where he's trying to hold out for the bag? Yeah, so basically we're in a NIL uh, battle here. But what it, my synopsis and just analysis of this whole thing is this kid has just wanted to be recruited, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a five-star player. He plays at IMG Academy, one of the most noteworthy high schools in the country. Emerge as the number one offensive tackle, five-star, uh, five-star plus for all those recruiting services that do that stuff. He has, you know, he's been building this up quite a bit. He announced his commitment on Undisputed about two weeks ago. Um, that kind of took the headlines by storm. And then uh, before that, though, he said that he was going to make an announcement. Um, we all thought it would be him announcing his commitment, but he was announcing his visit to Ohio State. We know he's been very closely tied to Oregon as well. Tennessee came after him very hard. And then yesterday, it was when the big news came out that there was a crystal ball filed on 247 Sports for him to commit to Maryland or sign with Maryland from their writer there, the Terrapins writer. Um, so it's – in my take is this guy just wants to be recruited. He likes the whole process of it all. 
he's a young kid. He's having fun with it. Um, I think, gun to my head, I still expect him to be a buff at the end of the day, though. That would be outstanding. Looking at some of the other uh, players in the signing class for December of 2023, talk about Draylon Miller, four-star out of uh, Silsby, Texas. An absolute speed demon. This guy, you put on the tape and you see right away why he's so highly touted and highly recruited. Um, he's got great size already, given his age, uh, you know, just coming out of high school. He's around six foot, 180, 190 pounds. The comp that we keep, there's two comps, really, that we keep throwing out when we talk about him. Um, the first being Debo Samuel. That's the one he put on himself in that commitment video. Mm-hmm. He had highlights of uh, Debo running around, you know, doing his thing. He's a very versatile weapon for the 49ers right now. But it also kind of reminds us of LaVista Chenault when he was in the black and gold at Colorado. Um, came in, kind of had that imposing size already that Draylon Miller uh, has the nice frame with right now, has the speed, just the overall playmaking ability. You can kind of hand it off to him. You can trust him as a wide receiver to run routes and get open. Just an all-around weapon, though. He's a beast. I can't wait to watch him. Yeah, he had offers from uh, Miami, USC, uh, Auburn, uh, LSU, Georgia, Florida, you name it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, he's very special, man, and very highly touted. I think he was a Texas A&M commit for a long time. Mm-hmm. Ended up decommitting after he visited Colorado. So he was recruited by their very best. The Buffs are getting a blue-chip player in him. Talk about uh, Brandon Davis Swan, 6'3", 250 edge rusher out of the state of Michigan. Yeah, man, this kid is another dynamic player. Uh, he played both sides of the ball, actually. He played some tight end as well, but he did make his name for himself on the edge and on the defensive line. Very versatile player, can kind of play all over the line, especially at that high school level. Um, you know, with those measurements you just read off, we'll need to add some more size if he wants to play hand in the dirt or, you know, inside on the defensive line here in college football. But this is a very, very good player. He's been committed to CU for a long time. He visited last June, I believe, and that's when he committed. He's held strong and firm to that commitment ever since. He obviously signed on the dotted line yesterday. Um, All I heard about this entire season was where's the D-line, where's the offensive line, obviously. We know that's this team's issues going in to 2024. While they've addressed a lot of those in the portal, Brandon Davis Swain could be a guy that contributes right away for the bus. For the second year in a row, Coach Prime and CU, they have the number one ranked transfer portal class. A lot of people want to know, did he find some offensive linemen? And I think he did when he found Justin Mayers uh, coming in Mm -hmm. from UTEP, highly decorated player. Yeah, Justin Mayers, a graduate transfer, just announced that he finally got his degree from UTEP. Uh, I believe it was earlier in the week, if not last week. So he's a grad transfer. He's coming in with one year to play. But this that means this is a grown man, basically. This is a 22-, 23-year-old coming in. He played left guard at UTEP, was a very, very good player for them, for the minors. Um, nationally regarded, really. I think PFF had him as one of the best guards in the FBS this last season. Um, the fact that he's just a grown man at this point and could have gone to the NFL if he wanted to and gone through that process and came to CU, this is exactly what they need. Uh, Coach Prime has talked about winning now. They don't have time to build classes full of recruits that they have to develop and coach along and wait for their bodies to develop to contribute to this offensive line. They need guys right now, and that's exactly what you're getting in Justin Mayers. Another lineman that Coach Prime has brought in is uh, Tyler Johnson coming from uh, U of H and also Spring, mm-hmm. Texas, 6'5", 320 offensive tackle which side will he uh play on once he gets to boulder 
That one's a tough one. He's kind of played all over. I think he played last season at left guard as well, so someone's going to have to change positions. Yeah, if if it was my decision, I think it'd be Tyler Johnson who ends up changing positions to either uh, left or right tackle, or maybe you just kick him over to right guard. Either way, a very versatile piece, obviously. Another guy who's kind of grown. I think he's a bit younger than Justin Mayers, but he's played a lot of football. Uh, you mentioned the size, man, imposing size. And he's got very, very strong hands. That's one of the things that noted that popped out to me when I watched the tape. Mm-hmm. Is just he gets his his uh, paws on guys, and they don't go anywhere. Super strong. Um, you know, he can kind of get overextended and stuff a bit at times. But another guy who was graded out as one of the better guards in the country this last season. So another plug-and-play player along that offensive line. From now until uh, the February signing day, how many more players, high school and transfer portal, can we expect to see join this Buffs program? Well, obviously still waiting on Jordan Seaton, so at least one high school player, um, I would say. I really don't think they're pursuing many other high school guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Prime's made it you know, known that they want to use the portal. They need help right away. And I'll tell you right now, they're not done. Um, they've got a linebacker commit that's waiting to come through. They got, uh, I think, another defensive lineman commit that's waiting to come through as well. So once those are made official, um, those are other positions of need that the Buffs just need guys who are experienced, kind of grown men already able to jump in and play. That's what they're going to get. But look, man, we're just getting started here. We yep. can talk about the transfer portal you know, <laughs> right now. But once this spring window opens after the spring game, uh-huh. I'm expecting multiple guys on the team right now to hit the portal and create more room for Coach Prime to bring in whoever enters the portal during that spring period. And they also brought in uh, one of my homeboys, Quincy Wiggins from out of Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. transferring in from LSU, former uh, four-star prospect. Yeah, man, this guy is an absolute beast. He was the top recruit out of Louisiana in that recruiting class. I believe it was 2022. He redshirted, I believe, that 22 season. Didn't play too much last year for the Tigers. But you look at the size, you look at the frame, you go watch what he did at high school camps, you know, at practices at LSU. This is a player just waiting to kind of pop, I think. And this is exactly what CU needed. They haven't had an imposing game-wrecking pass rusher in a long, long time. So if he can come in there, and, you know, just raise that baseline, maybe even be the guy, you know, that guy that you have to scheme for along CU's defensive line. It changes a lot of things for this team. It'll make everyone's job easier along the front seven, the guys he plays alongside to on the defensive line, the linebackers behind him. Massive pickup for the Buffs. I want to get your thoughts on an article I read today in the Denver Post that was written by uh, Sean Keeler. And uh, he was talking about CU and the in-state players what are your thoughts on that? Cherry Creek head football coach and the voice of the Broncos, Dave Logan, saying that uh, sent two assistant coaches who were the contacts for the mm-hmm. uh, Denver metro area left the staff, Tim Brewster and, and Bill O'Boyle. Uh, he hasn't heard from uh, Coach Prime's staff. Look, man, um, I just said it. They need portal players. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's always nice to have those hometown kids, those stories that we can talk about and write about um, and that everyone can cheer for on Saturdays when they're playing at Folsom Field. The fact of the matter is Colorado football high school-wise is not great right now. I'm glad uh, you fact, said it because I was just about to say it. There were no four- or five-star prospects no. in the entire state for this recruit, recruiting cycle. and uh, that's, that's not very good. No, and look, Gage Ginther is the top recruit coming out of the state right now. He's been committed to Tennessee for a while. 
the Buffs did pursue him, but as you said, it was probably uh, under Bill O'Boyle and Tim Brewster. Those guys are gone now. So, mm-hmm. um, and ba- that commitment was done a while ago. So it's been kind of done and dusted. You know, I think it's ten of the top thirty recruits out of the state of Colorado are going to Power Five. The rest of them are uncommitted or going to G five programs. So there's just not good quality amongst the high school players out here. And we saw last season Blake Purchase, who was at Cherry Creek. Uh, was a four-star edge rusher. He went to Oregon. He was making some plays for the Ducks this year. Coach Prime and the Buffs, obviously, you know, they didn't come together until I think it was December 3rd or 4th yeah. last offseason. Right, right. So They got in on they, him late. Exactly. They were late to the party. They didn't. They weren't able to recruit him for a whole cycle. So that was kind of done, but they tried to get in there. So if there are good players coming out from the state of Colorado through the high school ranks, Colorado will be there. You just got to be able to compete right away. Yeah, I understand Dave Logan taking up for his uh, his players and wanting to see his kids being recruited, but you got to keep it 100, Dave, and tell the whole story. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. you didn't really have that many prospects that are kind of like CU Power 5 worthy on your team. Exactly. I mean, there were a handful, and they sent out offers, and they recruited guys. They brought in a bunch of local kids this year when they had home games, you know, for visits. Um, they may not have been official visits, and they might not have been seriously recruited by CU, but they were taking a look at the local products that they have here in their own backyard. And the fact of the matter is they just want older, more experienced players out of the portal. Yeah. You find the Denver Post that kind of a little tad bit harder on uh, Coach Prime than the uh, other papers in the state? Oh, very much. We are very aware of that. All right. All right. I'm glad it, it, it just wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Jake, thank you so much. You have a Merry Christmas and Happy uh, Holidays. We'll be getting up with you real soon because soon after the new year, we'll be preparing for uh, spring football up in Boulder, year number two under Coach Prime. It's a never-ending cycle, man, and it's always a bunch of fun with Coach Prime, so just stay tuned. There's plenty more fireworks to come down. Uh, But appreciate you, Justin. Let's do it again soon, man, and Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. Thank you so much, my guy. All right.